Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I always, uh, I know I say this all the time, I always find it amazing when I've got something on my mind and then I, I go out looking in my office and my meditation books to see if the universe is aligned in my topic of the day and boom, it is. So this is what was literally the title of the meditation in my meditation book today for today's date, Learn to Heal Yourself. That was rather important because I've had just the most amazing week uh, checking out a new modality. Now. I'm always, uh, two actually, I'm very uh, open and, and very active in physical modalities and healing because I am a cute, acute fibromyalgia sufferer and have been for four years and I'm still trying to run a business uh, in the accounting sector and run a health business with a treatment room here in my home office and my online business. So there's, you know, a fairly bit of stuff going on, fairly large bit of stuff going on, and I'm able to handle more and more, but it's always tough when I'm just trying to not overdo it. But at the same token, I'm always searching for those mental, physical, spiritual things that keep me balanced and healed and moving forward. Now, I'm actually just going to completely share this meditation with you and then talk about the fun I've been having the last week. So if you're a regular listener, you know that I use Melody Beattie's Journey to the Heart book a lot in this podcast. It was a gift from a good friend. And books are just amazing to me. They're everywhere in my house. My husband's always like, do you need to buy another bookshelf? Yep, probably. If there's a room that has a wall, it's going to have a bookshelf on it because I got stuff. I love my electronics. I love my eBooks now and I love my audio books. I listen to them in the car. Um, I just realized that my podcast literally can show up on my Apple TV in my office. I didn't even make that connection because I never searched further down the menu. I was actually searching for radio stations this morning. And so it's like, oh, there's my, I don't have to be in the car for that because I listen to a couple of podcasts, just lots of fun. You know, there's so much fantastic technology out there. Try and find stuff that works for you. But today's podcast, today's um, podcast and uh, meditation was on learn to heal yourself. Now, this is still very valid, even though the stuff I've been looking at the last week or two is physical. Reason being is I'm a huge believer in our sort of spiritual, emotional healing because it really, truly affects our physical. And if you actually aren't on that page yet, I really encourage you to open your mind. We are energetic beings. And this is why things like the law of attraction and the secret secret gain such momentum in the world around us. Why there is mob mentality when things are bad and amazing things happen when people glom together with positive intent. It's just, you know what? You can watch it in history over and over and over again and in the world around you. So... Try and keep an open mind. Try and, and search for the energy in your life and you will find that the universe will give you some amazing answers. Just uh, You just need to ask and the average person doesn't. So if you're already listening to this, so basically if you're listening to this podcast, you're already asking. You wouldn't have found something with a title on inspiration, motivation, facilitation if you were not searching for those things in your life, Okay. So uh, Melanie talks about in her, in her thing today, 
sometimes we trick ourselves and the mind is an amazing tool but it also is very powerful and it can tell us a lot a lot of lies because your ego and your mind are very tied up in each other and they're very separate things don't forget you live in your body your body's just a host to who you your essence of who you are your body is not home to, is not you okay it's just a vessel you're the energetic power that's living inside of it already if we feel unhappy troubled or scared we race towards what we think we need to make us feel better you know what we are all guilty of this i certainly am uh, people with you know great unhappiness depression or uh, mental illness people that are very insecure or feel unworthy they really struggle with these types of tendencies this is where people will spend money to feel better so they get into debt or they start making up uh, stories in their head and these are limiting beliefs they, these have no basis in reality whatsoever and it's funny because I just got off the phone with someone and I had to have that exact conversation with them saying hey you know love you appreciate this but you know that's a limiting belief so I need you to go and do a little research on that and do a little self-development I says I, I I'm not telling you hey just you know turn it off or just don't feel that way no you always have to feel your feelings it's very important actually that you process your feelings but you also do need to understand at times when you have someone else perhaps you know running interference or being a sounding board for you to know that there are times when you literally are just telling yourself something that's not true but you make it true so we sometimes make up things that you know when I get the next when I get a better job when I get married when I'm making more money I'll be happy well that's really not how happiness works I know nobody wants to hear that I almost feel like the Behringer of bad news this morning because I know how many people out there just don't want to hear this but I'm sorry it's true <laughs> I really don't know how else to put this for you these are not bad goals and things in your life but if you are making them dependent on taking you from a negative state of mind to a positive state of mind it's not going to happen okay there isn't that one thing out there that's going to give you what you'll need that will make the pain stop and that will make you happy I'm sorry so let's talk about the positive now don't get me wrong there might be things you want in your life I have things I want in my life and I pray about it or I, I put it out to the universe I want to attract those things into my life it's worked really really well for me for uh, 40 some odd years I'm 52 years of age so by the time I was old enough to understand as a teenager to attract stuff big believer in this concept I grew up with the concept of prayer because I did grow up in a Christian household but I also learned later in life learned later in life that there is a lot more to it than just prayer uh, you you need to have consciousness in those requests to the energetic universe at large to see what's out there for you okay now excuse me having enough money enables us to fix the furniture when it breaks having people in our lives we love um, are important to our happiness I'm not please do not think I'm discounting those things because I am not what I'm trying to say is those solutions are not the solution to your happiness if you are unhappy in your life right where you stand right now that needs to get fixed and it needs to be fixed within you I met my husband when I finally gave up dating yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I sort of just look back and then go, really? So when I finally just gave up on blind dating and friends hooking me up in, or hooking me up, fixing me up, I, that expression has a different connotation here in North America. Um, I just said, you know what? I'm happy in my life. I've gotten, you know, I was my mid, early to mid thirties. I was good. I was finding a place where I was accepting who I was. My career was good. I was, you know, raising my son. I was okay. I owned a home. I owned a car. I owned a business. I ate very, very well. I'd gotten on top of a whole bunch of health issues that came up in my late twenties, early thirties. Life was pretty good, but I really wanted to be with someone. But you know what? When I finally just decided I didn't need someone to be happy and just lived a happy life, they popped up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the point I'm making here is that, or the sarcasm in my voice is, hmm, maybe I should have just stayed alone. I'm just kidding. 18 wonderful years. Uh, they were not all good, though, and that's just life. Everything comes with a compromise. So if you think your relationship's going to be your end all and be all, be really clear. It's actually more work than being single. Totally different podcast topic, though. But having things in our life can bring happiness. They can enhance our happiness, but they cannot be the sole reason is the point I'm trying to make. Having work that you do and having that great job can give you a lot of fulfillment and makes you feel worthwhile. These things are all very, very important. But when, when we are in pain, no matter what is causing it, the way to heal that pain does not come from outside of ourselves. That's the point I'm trying to make, or I'm doing my best to make, is it's internal, guys. So even if we get what we think we want, the painful emotion we haven't had, the strength or courage to face will still be there. This was never more true than the relationship with one of my family members because it didn't matter what I did in my life. The pain of that broken relationship was always just there. The next success did not fix that. It wasn't until I went to work on the solution within myself, forgave, did some emotional clearing, that things really started to turn around. And they don't look the way I want them to look. The relationship doesn't look anything like I want it to look. But the relationship isn't angry and mean anymore. At least not from the other person's standpoint. They don't realize the things they do. So it's not like it's, it meant maliciously. Where in the past it kind of was. There was something just energetically between the two of us that just, it just wasn't healthy. So a lot of that's been fixed. But only because the only one that changed in that situation was me. I accepted I had to change how I felt about things and I had to quit blaming. Maybe there's something in your life that's looking very similar for you. So the way to heal pain, the only way to is to feel it and release it. And I was really just trying to avoid it for as long as I could, basically my whole life. <laughs> but your pain is your pain. Your fear and your desperation and your resentments are yours, all yours. All these emotions belong to you. So feel them, learn from them and let them go because they are holding you back. Now that's spiritual emotional stuff. I'm going to I'll read her little closing uh, meditation at the end. What about physical? Now for me because I have fibromyalgia, I am always searching for better modalities of pain reduction and mental clarity and I'm very high functioning hence the 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 marketing of this podcast and the things I do in my business high functioning habits is our brand. There's a reason that I've chosen, you know, that term, that focus, because I want people to be as high functioning as they can be, no matter what their situation in life is. So for me, health is a huge part of that because you can do all the spiritual work you like, but if you are actually being so bad to your body physically that your body has no ability to stay healthy, you are going to feel 
the effects of that. So having a healthy body and healthy mind is a huge contributor to having a healthy spirit and happiness in your life. I truly believe those things are very, very interconnected. It is very hard to want to live and be happy and find joy in life when everything is a struggle physically in your life, okay? There are things that we can make a decision to accept and prosper regardless or do well regardless, but there are lots of things that we are doing to ourselves that we shouldn't be. So a big thing for me is finding modalities that manage these types of things. Now, the first thing is, for me, a high-functioning habit about your health is accepting and quit burying your head in the sand about how things are in North America. Really around the world, but big time in North America. You can't keep burying your head in the sand and not realizing that everything that we're doing out there is polluting. It's just, it is. Can you change it all? No. We can't change that we have too many people to feed and so we have genetically modified our food and we are not letting, letting our ground stay fallow, you know, one year out of seven and allowing the minerality to replenish. So now we are not being replenished. Our bodies rely on the water we drink, the air we breathe, the food we eat. It's a very delicate balance in nature. I mean, you can see it all over the globe. We, I mean, global warming has been being talked about since I was a teenager. We know what we're doing to the planet is hurting it, but we just want to bury our sands like ostriches about it. Well, you can't. What you can do is accept it and have some knowledge about it and then discover and find out what you might need to change in your life. So for me, I have a compromised immune system. There's no point with me burying my head in the sand about that and thinking that I can eat and drink like other people. I can't. I need to eat nutrient-rich. I need to take good supplementation. I have to drink very clean water and have chosen to go therapeutic in my life. I have an infrared sauna for detoxing and raising my metabolism because I'm not as active as I am used to be with my, with my pain thresholds and my fibro. I sell and use infrared um, or ionized foot baths in my, in my practice and I use them in my own life. That's how I got started with them to drain toxins from my body and to balance my system. So there's lots of modalities out there and you can take supplements to do certain things, but there's physical modalities like ionic foot baths, infrared saunas, and ionized alkaline water machines, which has been my whole week of research and I've had so much fun and frustration looking into these things. And then it kind of gets to the point where you start learning stuff and realizing how much chlorine you actually do absorb through your skin, even in a shower. And it's like, no, now that I've got this stuff, good stuff going into my body, now I want my house actually filtered. You know, you can get crazy, but there are a few things that you might want to consider just realizing that it's true. We are so fortunate in North America to have clean drinking water. Not disputing that, not arguing in that fact at all. But the fact still remains, it is a proven scientific fact. All the stuff has been analyzed and the water filled treatment centers in our governments will even admit to it. They just cannot do anything about it is the fact that our water has to be disinfected so it's full of chemicals. There is filtration systems they use that cannot remove things like medications. There are trace medications in our water that's coming through just because we're treating water it's going out in, into into our environment and it's coming back into our homes clean and, and we're drinking it. 
but we're all the world is taking so much medication and then we're peeing it out and that's all getting into our water supply you need to be aware of these types of things there are lots of types of stuff in your water and i don't need to get all technical and scientific i will be doing that on a completely different podcast and youtube special once my uh research is con- con- uh, finished that you need to be aware of so you know minimum you better have a Brita water filter in your house as far as I'm concerned. Tap water should be kept to a minimum as far as I'm concerned. Where you go with that, totally up to you. So for instance, you want better mental clarity and everyone just keeps talking about how tired they all all the time and yet they don't want to change their diets. They don't want to change the toxins that we're putting into our body, but we're getting so much heavy metal through the air and through the water and through our food contamination that it's unbelievable. But we just ignore it. Why would you ignore something like that? in my world. So I've been out there trying to find out what's out there for, for cleaning up our water because water should be an, an alive thing. I was in England years ago at, uh, on business and I visited with this amazing couple that I actually knew from Canada and they had been doing uh, research on water and structured water and how water is dead in our society. So we clean it to death and stick it in plastic bottles. So we are filling our bottles our bodies with life, lifeless water. Luckily, sometimes we're putting water in our body that doesn't cause damage, but it's not helping. And nature actually was designed to help. Our water was supposed to run down a stream, run over rocks, pick up minerality, swirl in little eddies, become slightly ionized, and be more alkaline in nature than it is with what we do with our water to get clean tap water through our, through our taps. Okay? Think about that. Always go back to what did nature intend? I'm all for advancement, but sometimes we need to look back and keep it simple. There's a reason food was grown a certain way and why we needed to eat certain things. And now we buy products, not food. We drink chlorinated, fluorinated, trace mineral, I mean trace contaminated water right out of our taps. We overprocess our food. We, like I said, we eat products. We don't eat organically. We aren't washing things. I will, nothing kills me more. I don't care whether you buy organic or not. It's people that don't wash their fruits and vegetables before they eat them and they give them to their children. Please, just once, take a cluster of grapes. I don't care if you use the, the soap from your dishwasher. I mean, I don't, dishwashing stuff. I don't care how you do it. Throw some warm water and a little bit of soap into a bowl, stick your grapes in it, give it half an hour and lift the grapes out. That water is probably going to be totally gray and the whole bottom will be covered in sediment. It's revolting what is on grapes. How many times have you walked through a store, wiped it on your pants and put a piece of, put a piece of grape in your mouth? Ah, don't Please don't do that. Just don't do that. Things are in a field and animals and people sometimes are out there peeing and pooping and animals definitely and all this stuff cannot be cleansed to a degree that we need it or it won't survive getting onto the shelf that you need to buy it from so just please be educated and aware and clean things before you eat them and clean your water before you drink it and if you have serious illnesses and you are struggling with your energy your memory pain There are modalities out there to help lessen that without putting yet another opiate or prescription drug through your liver and kidneys to process. Yeah, I know I'm sounding a little preachy today, aren't I? But there there are just so many options out there and I get very excited about knowledge. So when I've spent 10 hours researching alkaline ionized water machines for a week, you just have to know that I'm dreaming about it now.
I'm making notes for the YouTube video. I am creating handouts. Like I can't help myself. Like when I learn stuff, I need to tell you all about it. So healing yourself can be done on so many levels. And these are high functioning habits, being aware, being conscious, making healthy choices is a high functioning habit. It is absolutely one of my top 10 things in the ebook that I'm, I'm writing right now for the website. It absolutely will not be missed. It is in the top 10, if not in the top three, as far as I'm concerned. So if you think that you can, you know, just do whatever you want in bad health and excel, the likelihood is slim. Is there exceptions? Darn straight there is. There's always going to be that 95 year old grandmother or grandfather or uncle that drank whiskey and smoked and and never ate a vegetable their whole lives and they're still living. Sometimes there's just fantastic genetics out there and nothing in the world's gonna kill that. But that's not the average person. And the world should not be using those anomalies as the gold standard, okay? Any you know good doctor will tell you, your body's a machine and you need to look after it. This machine holds your spirit, you need to look after that. Your mind is a physical and chemical process, you need to look after that, okay? Why am I telling you all this? Well, knowledge. Just really knowledge. Every, because every single time that one of my listeners sends me, and I got, and that was one of the things that happened again this week. I got this amazing message from a complete stranger again. I found you here. Oh my gosh, thank you for the information. I cannot believe you have no idea how that makes my day. Did I come up with this information? No, I didn't create any of this information. I'm simply just sharing it. I share my thoughts. I share my experiences so that you can have a more open mind and not live in regret because living in regret kind of sucks. I'm in my early fifties. I have 20 more years of really good contributing life left. What happens after that? You know what? It's a bit of a crapshoot, but I'm going to give it my best, best effort. I try and stay informed and I live in the lower mainland of British Columbia, Canada, where there are millions of people and cars everywhere, which means there's no chance in life that I have air that's of of exceptional quality. Now I'm very lucky that I live where there's lots of greenery that's cleaning the air and I live by the ocean that brings in the breezes. But the bottom line is I live in population and with population comes pollution and with pollution comes bodies that absorb that pollution and get ill. And illnesses are on the, on the rampage in our society and around the world these days. We've got to quit burying our heads in the sand and think that it's just a, it's just, there's nothing causing it. Of course there's stuff causing it. We're causing it. So think about ways that you think you could make changes in your life to heal yourself in all areas. This week just happened to be very, very focused for me on physical healing. Just lots and lots of research on household water stuff and the ionized um, machines. Ionized water, just so you know, if you're wondering what the world I'm talking about, if you're a listener, there's no clue what I'm talking about. Ionized water is about, kind of like my foot bath, is about positive and um, electrical charges on the molecules that when you drink it, run through your body and glom onto free radicals. And I know there's been lots of talk the last 10 years about antioxidants and things like that. Lots of products out there, lots of... MLM companies, a lot of doctors, a lot of over-the-shelf stuff on antioxidants. 
And antioxidants and free radicals are not some woo-woo science. It's just really the bottom line of, uh, if I got this right, you've got a, a positive and a, and a negative electron moving around your nucleus, your protons, right? And when one of them isn't matched up and it goes floating through your body without the other side of it, that's a free radical. Not rocket science, really, actually. I read this great article uh, just recently in a book by this doctor that was working on healing and he put it really quite in great layman's terms it's just something that's running through your body that should have a pair and it doesn't it should be matched up and it doesn't get matched up because we fill our bodies full of so much other stuff that has ionization because of the you know our electronics and the air and our pollution that the right molecules aren't paired up in our body and disease starts to manifest. So we need to clear that stuff out of our body. That's really all it boils down to. You can do that through supplementation or like I prefer physical type modalities that truly physically interact with my body like water, like ionized foot baths, like infrared saunas that allow my body to get rid of these things without additives into my body. And the only reason for that is cost antioxidants, things like that, all those types of supplementations, they just get a little tedious sometimes. I take a ton of stuff, don't get me wrong, in supplementation, but I, I want to minimize that. So I want to minimize the physical damage as much as possible so I'm not having to run around taking a handful of pills and drinking elixirs and snake oil and whatever you want to call them every day of my life. I want to keep my regime as simplistic as possible because you know what? When things get complicated, people give up just that is just a fact of life there are very few people out there that are willing to make and spend the money to make enough changes in your life to be truly truly healthy so for me it's always about how can I help someone integrate something simple but physical into their life that can help minimize damages and help improve their health just kind of a thing that's to do with my particular business. In fact, I spent the whole half an hour on my iPad in my infrared sauna researching um, the Myers protocol on heavy metal detoxification and all that sort of stuff. And one of her ingredients is simply, simply biocyl drops co combined with a couple of other things. So she's very down to earth. A girlfriend recommended her to me because she was recommending this whole house water filtration system that removes the chemicals and a lot of the other contaminants. And I, that was very reasonably priced. And I just thought, okay, this lady's actually got a lot of credibility. My girlfriend's been following her for years, so it really kind of done some of the groundwork. But I just really enjoyed the way she talked, quite plainly, how things work. But my ionic foot bath removes heavy metals from my, from my body. So I would rather have that physical modality than take three supplements every day. Maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you prefer to take the supplements. I'd rather spend the money once, you know, buy my machine, and I'm done. And it's in my home, and I use it three times a week, and Bob's your uncle. But we're all very different in how we form our habits and the things that we do and don't like to do. I got a new shake today as well. Speaking of physical stuff, I'm trying a new company called Purium. I think they're called. Someone recommended them to me, asked them if I would try it. They gave me a gift certificate for it. I'll do a YouTube on it. I'll tell you what it tastes like because I'm all about shakes and what they taste like because I can't stand yuckiness and I just won't drink something that I have to gag down. I, my need to be healthy is not that extreme. In other words, there are so many other better flavored or you know, less compromising options out there. You know, If we were living in a post-apocalyptic world, you're darn right I would drink anything to be healthy. But I'm not living there quite yet, so I'm searching always for the cleanest products that taste the best, that you know, 
just give us what we need without it being a real trial because I want to enjoy life. I enjoy food, by the way. If I've never, if you've never caught that on my podcast, I'm a bit of a foodie. So I want to enjoy these things. And I had this really neat experience that's very annoying. The past eight months, doesn't matter what I've done, I haven't gained a pound. I don't know what that's all about. Something just changed in my body. I, I finally went into menopause. Well, that's ended. <laughs> this last couple of months, I've gained like five pounds. Now, granted, I deserve it a little bit, but not really not. I was able to eat for the most part like I am now and, and not gain weight. Well, something changed. And that's our bodies are always changing. I enjoyed the eight months while it lasted, but now I need to get a little more disciplined again, which is probably what prompted as well. It's like, oh, I'll go. I'll test this shake for brand new mom and just see what's going on out there and let my listeners know because I have to be a little better behaved right now, a little more disciplined. I was letting things slip through the cracks. I'm really, really today, I could actually go on about for this for about two hours. I love talking about nutrition and this kind of stuff, but I'm going to stop myself right here, right now. Even if you feel I have not completely finished off my thought of this podcast, I'm going to stop because I can feel myself getting on a, a, a cross, as I like to say. So let's just close with what Melanie says today. Walk courageously each step of the path on the journey to the heart. Enjoy when the universe sends you its gifts, a lover, some money, a good job. But know the ultimate key to happiness lies not in eternal, external things, but within you. Feel all your feelings. Learn to heal yourself. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.